after Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge, every human being who is a descendant of Adam and Eve, if you're not a descendant of Adam and Eve, this does not apply to you. <laughs> you're an alien. But anyone who is a descendant of Adam and Eve has two sides to their personality because the tree of knowledge was a tree of good and evil, good and bad. So every one of us has a good nature and a bad nature. We're attracted to the good and we're attracted to the bad. The good inclination in us just wants good and is troubled by the bad. That's our conscience. The bad side of our nature, our evil inclination, just wants to violate. Violate the rules, violate the tradition, be different, rebellious. It's oppositional defiant syndrome. It just loves doing what should not be done. Because there's a certain pleasure to that. A powerful pleasure. So now the question is this. The good side in me just wants good and does not tolerate the bad. The bad side in me just wants bad. It's not interested in the good. And yet I am supposed to make a choice. Which side of me makes the choice? It seems like both sides of my personality are very stubborn and they've made up their mind and they're not willing to consider anything else. So where does free choice come in? It would seem like we're just stuck living in conflict. So whichever voice shouts louder is going to win. That's not freedom of choice. So having two sides to my personality doesn't give me freedom of choice. It gives me an unresolvable conflict because how is it going to get resolved? The good side is not going to give in and the bad side is not going to give in. See, that's why we need Chabad. Chabad means the deciding agent is your mind, your intelligence. Intelligence is objective. The good side in me is not objective. It's determined to be good. The bad side in me is not objective. It's determined to be bad. The only part of me that can be a little bit objective is, is the intelligence. It's the nature of intelligence to be objective. That, that's, that's, that's the way we're born. Our, our emotions are opinionated. Our mind, our intelligence is objective. 
You can convince me that the good is right. You can convince me that the bad is right. In my mind, I can handle either one. So it's the mind that has the freedom to make a choice. The two sides of my personality present the options. See, I have options. I can be good, I can be bad, and enjoy either one. So those are the options, but who makes the choice? Who decides which option to follow? Now, in some, in some circles in psychology, there's the belief that any urge, any serious long-term urge that you feel must be obeyed. Otherwise, you're going to be repressed or suppressed or depressed, pressed somehow, some kind of pressed. So if you have uh, an instinct or you have a desire to be bad, you can't ignore it. You have to satisfy that desire. Otherwise, you're going to develop issues, psycholog psychological problems. You're going to be tormented. You're going to be conflicted. You're going to be suffering on the inside, whatever. That is not true at all. It's not true to human nature. It's a misunderstanding of human nature. Every desire we have is an option. Yes, I can do that. And why can I do it? Because if I did it, I would enjoy it. There is potential pleasure there. So yes, I can do that. I can be good and enjoy it. I can be bad and enjoy it. So the fact that I can be bad and enjoy it doesn't mean that that's what I'm going to do. It's one of the options. So we don't believe everything we feel. That make sense? It's a feeling, not a decision. So I would love to do something forbidden. Okay. That's true enough. Now, should I do it? Well, if you feel like doing it, then you have to do it. No, 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 no. Emotions, feelings, attractions, passions, those are options. So there's no question that every interest, every attraction, every passion is real, but it's only one option. It isn't the decision. And we compare it to a child. A child says, Oh, oh let, let's go to the park. Let, let's go. Let's, I, I really want to go. So that's it. You got to go. The child's passion is an option, not a decision. Children don't decide. 
parents have to decide whether to go with what the child is passionate about or not. A child's passion is not a decision, it's an option. Because if the child doesn't want to go to the park, then it's not even an option. When a child wants to go to the park, okay, that's an option. But who makes the decision? So when you, when you feel like doing something bad, it, it's not decided. It's not the end of the conversation. It's an option. Now somebody's got to make a decision. Who should make that decision? The good soul in you? The good soul doesn't make a decision. The good soul, soul offers an alternative option. So when you feel like doing a sin, your godly soul, your good soul comes along and says, oh, or maybe we should do a mitzvah. There's still no decision here. So who's going to make the decision? The intelligent soul, but now we have three souls. The intelligent soul, the intelligence that we have is capable of saying, look, I don't know. I don't know who's right. And I don't want to get into the fight between you. So I'm just going to do what God said. That's what a mind is capable of doing. It's like two children are fighting and you have to be the referee and you have to decide who's right. He touched me, he started it, she hit me. Bah, bah, bah. Okay, I'm not even going there. Let's go to the park. <laughs> Let's do just something completely different. But here's the beauty of it. And this is where true wisdom comes in. You have to make a choice. There's no choice. You have to make a choice. Because you're either going to go right or left. You got, you, you got to make a choice. Making a choice sounds like you're either going to approve of one instinct or the other. So if you decide, no, we're going we're gonna to do the good thing. We'll do the mitzvah. Well, then your evil instinct is frustrated and angry, naturally. If you decide to do the sin, then your good instinct is frustrated and angry. That's not called resolved. You made a decision, but at somebody's expense. There's a winner and a loser. And the loser is nasty. <laughs> the loser is angry. And it starts to plot how, how it's going to punish you. That's a little too dramatic, but you get the point. 
The point is that when you make an intelligent decision, when you make a choice, you, you don't create winner and loser. That's not a wise decision. That's just arbitrary. A wise decision leaves everybody happy. Both impulses. How do you do that? Because intelligence is objective, it can go, it can approve of either one of them or both of them. Like if you're intelligent and you're arbitrating a dispute, if you don't understand both sides, if one side seems to you completely unreasonable, you're, you're not, you're not going to make a good decision. To really make a good decision between two people who have an argument, you have to see the legitimacy of both arguments. Like in the, in the Jewish court, in the Supreme Court, in the Sanhedrin, if uh, there's a person accused of a, of a sin for which there is capital punishment, a death penalty, if all 70 judges rule that he is guilty, you have to redo the whole trial because it means nobody understood the defense argument, then this is not a good decision. The gift of the mind is that it can understand both arguments. It can understand the yes, it can understand the no. It can understand godly and holy, it can understand human and selfish. So the way that it resolves the conflict and comes to a wise decision is that it approves of both sides of the argument. So for example, your human soul says, let's sin. It'll feel good, it'll be good, you'll get rich, you'll get healthier, whatever the argument is. The godly soul says, no, let's do something holy, let's do something nice, something innocent. The intelligent soul says to the evil inclination, you're absolutely right. We're only human, we're not angels. Being holy is not exactly natural for us. If you're making a human argument, you're absolutely right. A human being should be able to do whatever they feel like doing at any time. Actually, Hitler made that argument. You see? 
the intelligence can even agree with that. What was his argument? His argument was that human beings by nature are barbarians. Barbarians doesn't mean unintelligent people. Barbarians means people who follow their instincts. You want to do something, you do it. Of course, it's intelligent, it may even be noble. But if that's what you want to do, who's to stop you? When people feel restricted and restrained, I want to do something, but I really shouldn't. What do you mean you shouldn't? That's so artificial. That's so unnatural. What do you mean you shouldn't? You feel like doing it. You think you, you, you should, so go ahead and do it. If you have to hesitate about every impulse and every, you're crippled. A human being shouldn't have to hesitate. If you're healthy, you want it, you go for it, you do it. That's a human being. That's why he hated Jews. Because he blamed Jews for introducing this ridiculous thing called conscience. Like Jackie Mason says, Jews don't kill. They almost kill. Because <laughs> every Jew says, I was so angry, if he had said one more word, I would have killed him. But nobody knows what that word is. <laughs> one more word. and So, you want to kill. But, you know, not supposed to kill. Hitler said, that's terrible. That's crippled. You want to, you do it. And no conscience, no guilt, no regrets. Just do it smart. Is there some virtue to that argument? Absolutely. That is true to nature. Then the godly soul comes along and says, excuse me, I also have a nature. And my nature is, I hate violence. And I hate greediness. And I hate gluttony. And I hate ugliness. And I hate infidelity. What about my nature? The intelligent mind says, you're absolutely right. Nobody's wrong. Not trying to convince your human soul that it shouldn't be human. Yes, you're a human soul. That's how you feel, absolutely, correct. You're a godly soul? Well, of course, you're gonna feel godly. Absolutely correct, you are right. In other words, there's nothing wrong with you. 
So what are we going to do? You're both healthy and you're both right, each in your own reality. So what are we going to do? So here's what the intelligent soul says. The intelligent soul says, your natures are correct. Your impulses are what they should be. You're both being loyal to your nature, but the decision that we're about to make has nothing to do with nature. The question is not nature. The question is godliness. The question is not what is your nature. The question is what is your purpose? What is the purpose of having your nature? You have a, a good impulse. What is it for? I know what it's like. You have an evil impulse. I know what that is, but what is it for? The answer to both is, you both exist in order for the world to become more godly. So can we stop arguing about who's right? The question is not who's right. The question is what's right? So the evil inclination is not insulted or rejected or repressed. It hasn't even been denied. You desire what you desire and keep doing it because that's what you're all about. And the good inclination should continue to want what's good and nice and innocent and pure Fine, do it. But right now we have to decide what's the godly thing to do. So each of them are validated and each of them, both of them, are wrong. They're each making a good argument, but the argument is irrelative, irrelevant. We're not talking about who is right. We're talking about what we're here for. See, that's called godliness. Godliness is the third option. So how does the intelligent mind resolve the conflict, it introduces a third consideration. Anytime you have two, you will always have war. If the question is me or you, my way or your way, there will always be conflict. When you have a third option, and the third option is bigger than both of the other two, then you can bring them together in a common effort. Both souls will end up doing the mitzvah 
and neither of them won the argument. See, when the godly soul prevails, or it seems like it prevails, and you end up doing the mitzvah. So it sounds like the godly soul won. It didn't. The intelligent soul says to both of them, you're healthy, you're good, you're, you're exactly what you were created to be, but you're both wrong about what we should do. You're both wrong. What we should do is what God asks. So it doesn't matter whether you're a godly soul or a human soul. The, the question is not about you. It's not about whether you're right, you're good, you're healthy. No, that's not the question. The question is, so what does God want? So both souls say, oh, oh, so, so it's not about me. I'm okay. Yes, you're okay. Good, okay. So what should we do? Both souls are content. And both souls are wrong. Because there is something bigger than a soul that needs to be followed. And that is the purpose of your soul. This, this, you, know, you can apply this to any argument. Anytime there's conflict, who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Where there's a winner, there's always a loser. Nobody loses if you use wisdom. There's the problem with not believing in God. <laughs> you remain forever in this conflict. There's no winning. It's a seesaw. Today you're good, tomorrow you're bad. Tomorrow you're bad, today you're good. And it just goes back and forth and back and forth until you just give up. There's no point in fighting because you never get anywhere. You just give up. You become amoral. You're not bad. You're not good. You don't care anymore because you can't keep this battle going. But there's, there, there are, are little alternatives. If you can't make up your mind, ask someone else. Anybody. Just find a friend and say, look, I can't make up my mind. Tell me what to do. And then do whatever they say. The funny thing is when people come to me and they say, I don't know what to do. I can't make up my mind. I don't know if I should go or not go. Should I marry him or not marry him? So I say, um, don't marry him. <laughs> and she says, you can't tell me what to do. I said, okay. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, then you decide. I can't decide. I don't know what to do. All right, so I'm telling you, don't do it. No, you can't tell me what to do. I have to make up my own mind. Okay, go ahead. I can't. <laughs> so, so what are you doing? If you can't make up your mind, let somebody else do it. You just trapped yourself. You know, like, 
there's just me and I can't resolve. Okay, yeah, if there's just you, you'll never resolve it. So if you don't believe in God, at least trust a friend. No, can't do that. How about a mentor? Can you find a mentor? Nah, who's smart enough to be a mentor? <laughs> okay, then you're trapped. We have a Sunday night program for VIPs that you might be interested in. It's informal. It's questions and answers. It's conversation. It's really relaxed. It's really pleasant, enjoyable, informative, and uh, kind of community-like. It's a Sunday night program. There's a um, Wednesday morning program for the VIPs. And there's a Wednesday night program. All of it, just conversation, casual, laid back, unscripted. So join us. Take a look. Click uh, the link below and see which, which of the three suits you best. And join us for some enjoyable conversation.